0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Well, what's up, Tiger fans who are still around? What's up, New Orleans, across the Gulf South, and to you listening wherever you are tonight? LSU, for the first time since 1980. Logan, where were you in 1980? Come on in here. No, you weren't. Well, you know, spoiler alert. Neither was I. Last time LSU beat a top five team was in 1980. What happened tonight? LSU defeats Kentucky 73 to 71 on the road with a Cavell Big B Williams tip in with his left hand as time expired, sending Rupp Arena into a state of shock. Welcome into our show. We're going to cover the heck out of that result and what it means for the Tigers, not only right now, but also going forward this year, going forward with their program. We'll have Jeff Palermo on near the top of the next hour, news and sports director for Louisiana Radio Network and also a member of the LSU Radio Network. Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show on 107.1 FM, 1400 AM in South Arkansas. Carter the Power, LSU grad, huge Tigers fan. He'll join us in the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to keep talking college basketball tonight. with Mark Schlesinger, UNO men's basketball coach. I'll sit down with him at about 9.40 tonight. But let's talk about what we saw happen tonight with the LSU Tigers' 19th-ranked team in the country going on the road to Kentucky and winning a game, not playing really their style of basketball. This is how Kentucky likes to play. grind it out, slower-paced, not a lot of transition buckets But LSU had all of the answers. Near the end of the first half, when Kentucky went on that 9-0 run, you thought, okay, this might be starting to get away from LSU just a little bit. But they opened up the second half, cut that deficit down to five points in the first couple of minutes, and they managed to slowly claw their way, not only back, but eventually in front with a handful of minutes to go. And then they would maintain that lead, really, for the rest of the game. Kentucky tied it up a couple of times, but LSU would never again relinquish that lead. And after a couple of free throws with six seconds left, it was Skylar Mays racing down the left side of the court after they inbound the ball. Kentucky was not going to give Tremont Waters a chance to handle that basketball. They bracketed him, and that left Skylar Mays open left side. Six seconds left as he took the ball head down, raced up court down the left side, and then all the way to the bucket. Tough shot as he extended with the left hand, and it was no good, but right place, right time. Only his second basket of the night, but the biggest basket of his career – Cavell Bigby Williams with the tip in his fifth point of the night in LSU would win after they reviewed the play. Not only was it in plenty of time, also, they're not able to review offensive basket interference, but that wouldn't have been offensive basket interference, even if they were able to review it. It was a great, sensational play by the senior forward. And LSU really gets their statement win of the year. Uh, Logan, try to cue us up that last sequence if you can. We'll play that highlight for you. Also coming up top in the next hour, we will replay Will Wade's post-game interview. I know some of you might have just heard that, but we'll play it. If not top in the next hour, then later in the show. He was obviously very happy with what went on. Um, Do we have Yeah, the final sequence, the final play, Logan? All right, we have that. Here's what happened. You can listen to Chris Blair and Coach John Brady call this the last sequin in Cavell Bigby uh, Bigby Williams' game-winning bucket. Here we go. No, that's not – there we go. It's – was not on the cylinder even if it was they wouldn't have been able to overturn it but thank goodness no missed call or anything that tainted this that would have been the worst thing that could have happened for LSU if you had some blown call at the end it was not it was I thought a very well officiated game they let the two teams play for the most part after the first couple of minutes and LSU walks away with a win now this is their biggest win in a very long time you could probably say it's the Program defining win here, their biggest win probably since that Final Four run with John Brady and Big Baby Glenn Davis a decade and a half ago. This is certainly the biggest win in Will Wade's tenure here at LSU and all these young players. But if you just look at how it's going to affect this season for LSU, pay attention here. So on, oh, uh, is it on, on Sunday, uh, Monday when the NCAA selection committee did their preview of their top 16 teams and their top four seeds into the NCAA basketball tournament, LSU was left out of there. And here's what they said about Kentucky. They said Kentucky was the top overall two seed, number five in that top 16 ranking, and right behind Gonzaga, possibly grabbing a one seed, going on the road and beating that team is the resume builder and the standout win, standout road win, that the NCAA selection committee usually looks for when they're starting to dole out top four, top three kind of seeds in the NCAA tournament. We knew LSU, regardless of their overall shining record here, was 19-4 coming into this game. It was 9-1 in conference. But if they weren't able to have this big-time statement road win, they were probably going to be left out of the top four lines in the NCAA tournament when that – Bracket is released about a month from now. No longer. LSU has everything in front of them. They get number one ranked Tennessee, who's undefeated in the conference next Saturday over at the PMAC. They get Alabama on the road. They get Florida a couple of times, and then a bunch of teams that they should beat. Texas A&M, Georgia. Teams that they can't afford to have any letdowns here. Now, this is a young team with Reed, And Mays and Williams and Tremont Waters is just a sophomore, maybe not as young as his age and and year in school would indicate as he's kind of been the leader of this program the last two years. But sometimes young teams, once they get a little bit of a taste of this kind of success, sometimes they have a tendency to, to let their guard down a little bit and they lose some games they shouldn't have the rest of the season. Now nothing's going to be handed to LSU here just because they beat Kentucky. And the reason I mentioned that these letdowns sometimes happen with young teams like this is LSU, if they want that top four, top three seed, they're going to have to take care of business down the road. That doesn't mean they have to beat Tennessee. Doesn't mean they have to win the conference or win the SEC tournament. I think all those things are possible. They just prove it tonight. They prove it tonight that they can beat anybody. But they'll still have to take care of business down the road. It was a great win tonight. It was, again, if you're just joining us, it was the first time since 1980 that LSU had beaten a top-five team on the road. And it was a good team win. You didn't have one guy scoring 30 points tonight. It's Tremont Waters with 15. Nas Reed with 12 points, 7 rebounds, a couple of steals. I thought Nas was excellent on both sides of the court. I thought he was unselfish on both sides of the court. I thought he made some freshman young decisions that I didn't agree with. There was a a long three-pointer from the left wing uh, with about a minute left that was a forced shot that was a bad look. But Nas Reed played sensational basketball, especially for his tenure on this team. He had Skylar Mays with 11. You had Taylor with seven. You had Emmett Williams with 12 points off the bench. Javante Smart with eight points off the bench. They only went eight deep here. And they also, again, were able to beat Kentucky at their game. Kentucky was trying to slow this down and grind it out. There weren't transition opportunities for either team. Now, P.J. Washington, who's a player of the year candidate for Kentucky, he got his 20 points on 7-13 shooting. Had nine rebounds, three assists, and a steal. LSU didn't really have an answer for him. But they had an answer for almost everybody else. We've got to talk about Will Wade here. Wrote an article yesterday, and I also talked about it on the show yesterday, just how impressive Will Wade's quick resurrection of this recently dormant program was. Will Wade now is truly entering the conversation of great head coaches in college basketball. I was not ready to give that to him just because he was a young phenom at VCU and he was getting top recruits there in his recruiting classes last year at LSU. He hadn't won enough yet. He hadn't made the deep NCAA tournament runs, which is still probably the one thing that's missing from his resume. But this guy's 36 years old. This guy said... When he came to LSU in the opening press conference, this was a sleeping giant. This was a Goliath that he could awaken here. And that he truly believed, even to some of our eye rolls, that LSU could be a destination for recruits, could be a perennial championship contender in college basketball. Maybe it's time to start believing him here. Because if Will Wade can mold this roster into one that's competing for conference championships... And among the the 15 or so best teams in college basketball? Well, this is going to be an exciting era and hopefully a long one with Will Wade here coaching LSU. We will talk about it more. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls, LSU fan, next hour at 504 260 1870. Our text line is 870 870. And Jeff Palermo comes on. Remember the LSU Sports radio network and right now we're going live on facebook let's talk about it there wwl radio facebook page and back after the news
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better